everyone. Welcome back to Different Like Me, a podcast for creating connection and belonging through storytelling. I'm Anna, a writer and expat living in Seoul, South Korea. I'm very happy to report that I survived quarantine with most of my brain cells intact. I think my lowest point was actually when I found myself trying to learn and record TikTok dances for the better part of day eight which I'm also happy to report that none of those got posted on the internet for everyone to see. So at least I hadn't completely lost my mind, but yes, I survived quarantine and the madness that immediately followed. Uh, So for the past two-ish weeks, I've been quite busy frequenting immigration while trying to sort out visa issues, and some of you fellow expats just felt a chill go down your spine. I know you deeply understand my pain. and also trying to navigate all of the restrictions um, that Seoul has put into practice, QR codes and booster shots and all of those things. So yet again, I find myself behind in my podcasting schedule. Luckily, I'm the boss of me and rules don't matter. But I do want to say that I'm very sorry for the inconsistency lately and hope to resume a regular bi-weekly new episode schedule from now on. So, all right, admin aside, let's move on. Today is Valentine's Day, and apparently today is a day completely dedicated to celebrating love. (laughs) It's also a day where millions of American men find themselves last-minute shopping at Walgreens for mediocre chocolate and questionable greeting cards, This is a kind of weird holiday, and yet I absolutely loved it growing up. After all, I am a romantic at heart, and this day is what us tender-hearted love lovers just live for. So I kind of just want to take a trip down memory lane with you guys today. It might be jumbled, it might be a little hectic, but let's go for it. And that being said, get comfy because it's story time. Let's get into it. Do you guys remember Valentine's Day parties in elementary school? They were the absolute best and I loved them. It's okay, you can judge me, that's fine. Was I a bit of an attention snob? Maybe, but I prefer to look at myself simply as someone who has always loved love. Those warm fuzzies have been my drug of choice since I can remember, so of course, even the thought of receiving anything more than a generic, folded, paper, Ninja Turtles-themed valentine from one of those cute boys in class made my heart go pitter-patter. I can remember picking out my valentines with care, probably at Kmart, because that's just how life was back then. I would spend actual time looking at the boxes of valentines, reading through the messages, and choosing one theme for the girls, usually of the pink and more frou-frou variety, and then a more action figure kind of theme for the boys. Then I would go home and carefully address every single one, write a special message for my BFFs, and if I was feeling particularly brave, maybe even a crush, and then fold them and seal them with those red heart stickers that came in each box. And finally, I would attach them to whatever fun size candy I had picked out that year 
and tuck them away with a Valentine's Eve blessing. The next day, I would proudly tote my bag of fun-sized chocolates and Valentine's to school, ready for a day filled with excitement and sugar and uh, store-bought cupcakes and hopes of secret admirers professing their undying love for me. (laughs) I remember sitting down either at my desk or at home and carefully opening each received valentine one by one while using the process of elimination to figure out if anyone was unaccounted for in my class. Because let's be honest, one of the biggest main character moments you could have as an eight-year-old was getting a valentine in your handmade paper mailbox saying, you're cute, with a heart, from your secret admirer. What a rush. There's just something about this whole secret admirer deal that is incredibly fun. But in addition to those classic paper valentines, there were deliveries, flower deliveries, Bear deliveries, balloons with boxes of chocolates. They would get delivered to our classroom, so you would just be sitting there in class watching the student workers or office aides or whoever deliver these sometimes crazy elaborate gifts. And my favorite was the huge balloons, you know, like the the clear ones that had teddy bear inside. They always looked so fun, and I would just imagine getting one and going home and the satisfaction of popping that balloon and getting the bear inside. And also, I would look at them and be in my little elementary school brain would think, how do they do that? How do they do that? What is this sorcery? It just looked amazing. Um, So in elementary school, a lot of the dads in my hometown would send that kind of stuff to their daughters at school on Valentine's Day. I don't know if that's normal everywhere else, but that definitely was a thing in my hometown. And I was both annoyed by it and kind of like envious. I do not like gaudy pink and red stuff, but being on the receiving end of all of that was a flex for sure. A very solid elementary school flex. And then there was always this one girl in my class, we're going to call her Rachel, who got the most elaborate deliveries on Valentine's Day every single year. We were always in school together pretty much from the beginning. So I got to see this girl walk out of school, barely able to hold her massive balloons and roses, whatever else delivery she got year after year after year. It was good to be Rachel on Valentine's Day. Remember her? Remember Rachel. As I got into middle school, there were more options to profess your love or liking because as middle schoolers, love was off limits since we didn't know what it was according to our youth group and youth pastors and, you know, purity culture. Anyways, you could send Hershey kisses to fellow classmates as a fundraiser for one of the school clubs. So there would be a pink heart, like paper card, attached to a single Hershey kiss. And you could write a message in the card, fill out the recipient's name and their class, and it would be delivered to them during a certain class time or something of that nature. Very cute. 
very fun. I get it. But my question is, why in middle school are we providing so much opportunity for public humiliation by omission? In elementary school, you could get deliveries from parents or grandparents or whatever, and it didn't feel good not to get that. And then in middle school, it was like all of that plus you had the opportunity to get these candy gram things or not that get them. And you're in middle school. Middle school is hard enough without that. So much anxiety. I always felt really sorry for people who literally got nothing on this day. I also felt sorry for myself. <laughs> and there was just a lot of feeling sorry for people in general. When I was in 8th grade, though, I had a boyfriend. Yes, I know. I know, okay? Um, I was a very codependent person and serial monogamist for a while from a young age. I've had a lot of therapy. What can I say? Anyways, I remember shopping to get him a gift for, for Valentine's Day, and it was a really big deal that year. Why? Because we were on Valentine court. So obviously we were an it couple, all right? <laughs> People would be looking to us as beacons of Valentine's Day spirit and the stakes were super high. So where did I go? You know exactly what I'm about to say. Walgreens, of course. Thankfully by that time, little Cleveland, Tennessee had grown a bit and we had a few more options um, rather than just Kmart or Food Lion. So yeah, Walgreens is where I ended up. My heart was actually pounding as I shopped. I felt so much pressure to choose the perfect gift. And just a little side note, absolutely nothing has changed in that category. I still feel major anxiety every time I have to give a gift to someone that is not my gift. And if you have tips, I'd love to hear them. I take my time, like lots of time. So after searching and searching, agonizing over my decision, I found it. It was exactly what I had been looking for. It was a mix of fun and romance with just a little sprinkle of, of street, just like me. And I can't remember if I made a card or bought a card, but I was very keen on hand-making cards when I was younger, so I know there was a card involved in some capacity. But anyways, I put the gift together, I wrapped it carefully, and gave it to my little 8th grade boyfriend <laughs> the next day. I don't remember him open, opening it in front of me, and thank God for that, because even now when I imagine him pulling out a dancing hamster with heart boxers singing a high-pitched and sped-up rendition of um, my, what was it, that song by Nelly and Kelly. <laughs> I just want to die. I absolutely want to die. He must not have hated it too much, though, because... We went to the Valentine's dance at school that night, and we crushed it. Valentine, king and queen, baby! And then we broke up soon after. That's the end of that. Um, moving on. Next very awkward story is in high school. <laughs> 
And before we really get into this story, we need some context. As always, context is very important to any story. So I'm a freshman at this time, and I really wanted to go to prom with this guy. I had a huge crush on him. He was a junior. He was in drumline. He had that swoopy emo hair. We went to church together, and he would sneak out of youth group like a dang rebel, and I was smitten. So, you know, I dropped hints and such, but no luck. He, We spent a lot of time together. Um, our parents were friends, but he did not show any interest in me. Instead, his best friend asked me to prom. <laughs> and because I had the backbone of a jellyfish, I said yes, and then ended up dating him for a while, like way too long to be boyfriend-girlfriend with someone that I didn't even really like. 14-year-old Anna had this idea that if I went out with him, if I went out with the best friend, I'd still be spending time with the swoopy hair guy, and thus uh, he would realize that he actually loves me, and everything would be exactly how I planned. (laughs) It was not, obviously, but I fell deep down the rabbit hole and somehow uh, found myself wearing t-shirts to shows his band was playing at advertising that I was the friend dude's girlfriend. It was painful, super awkward, very cringy, but anyway, we had broken up by Valentine's Day the next year, so I would have been a sophomore, and soon after our breakup, he started dating Guess. Rachel. Remember Rachel? The girl who always got a billion things on Valentine's Day? Made the rest of us look like lonely peasants? Yes, that one. So at my high school, we had another one of those dumb Valentine's Day club fundraiser things like the Hershey Kiss Candy Grams in middle school. But instead of kisses, you could send crush, like the orange soda in a bottle, that kind of crush and of course you wait until the last block of the day for crush deliveries so my last block was biology and guess who's in my class freaking rachel of course so i mentally prepare myself for her usual deliveries and that's all fine and good she gets roses or balloons whatever they arrive she loves them good for you girl so happy for you and then the crush bottles start being delivered. A student would come to class and stand in the doorway announcing the name of the lucky recipient for them to help, you know, raise their hand and then they would deliver the crush bottles to them. So a student comes in, her name is called out and a few bottles get delivered to her desk. And then it happens again <laughs> and again and again. So now it's just insult to injury. Not only is she getting her normal obnoxious delivery, but also like 20 crush bottles. (laughs) But the joke's on her because she had to try and figure out how to carry 20 glass crush bottles home. And at the end of the day, who's the real winner there? Not her, right? (laughs) I tell this story in good fun. I don't really have any harsh feelings, of course, but it's just really fun to look back on these stories uh, from where I am now, especially 
over 30 and having lived on a few different continents, this day looks so different across the world. In Eswatini, the weather in February is unbelievably, um, oh my, unbelievably hot. <laughs> One year, I did make a whole host of desserts for a Bible study that fell on Valentine's Day. And I remember absolutely pouring sweat in my kitchen while trying to make sure that the cheesecake brownies in my very inconsistent gas oven didn't burn. I, I also remember restaurants having some specials in the area, but uh, nothing to the extent of the grandeur of an American Valentine's Day. And now, of course, I live in South Korea, and the traditions surrounding this day are a little bit different. So in South Korean culture, Valentine's Day is when a girl treats guys. So girls will give guys flowers or make them little chocolates. Like if you go to the um, the normal stores around here, like there's a store called Artbox and there's a store called Taiso where you can find a lot of the greeting cards and novelty kind of items. And so during this time of year, they're filled with chocolate making supplies because that's just what's common is for girls to kind of make chocolates for the guys. So that's what happens typically on a South Korean Valentine's Day. But then a month later, there's about there's a holiday called White Day, which is where it's the guy's turn to treat the girls. So there's just a little tidbit of a culture lesson for today. Um, so in wrapping up this little mini episode, I want to know... Do you have any favorite Valentine's Day memories? If so, I'd love to hear them. I'd especially love to hear the blunders because that's, of course, what this was all about. Were you a Rachel? Did you ever give a really embarrassing gift or receive one? Let me know on Instagram and I'll share some of your stories on the next episode if that's all right with you. All right, so that's it for today. As always, guys, don't forget to subscribe or follow the Different Like Me podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to make sure you're notified when a new episode is available. Share with your friends and family on social media and follow on Instagram at Different Like Me podcast, or you can also follow me personally at Expat Anna. Till next time, the end.